Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. G'day guys and welcome back to the Air Conditioning Podcast where we discuss all things air conditioning, the hot topics and the cold hard facts. By God, it's been a while. It has been. It's been too long, in fact. It's been a very long time, actually. Um, Are we slack? I think we, we sort of dropped the ball a bit for a while then. We dropped it hard, I reckon. Yeah. But, um, no, we're back. One one week turned into two weeks, turned into a month, and suddenly here we are. Six months or something. Ten months. Ten months, jeez. Ten months later, oh. and here we are. But we're back, and I just want to say that we um, put out a bit of a post to see uh, whether we should or we shouldn't be coming back on, whether we're, you know people are listening to us and what have you and I have to say right good response very good response that's good overwhelmingly nice people out there that's a lot to hear good support network happening it's, it's, so uh, it's their industry they're bloody legends aren't they, they are full yeah. of legends yeah <laughs> and we've got one sitting with us today but we'll come to uh, him very soon but um, yeah it's been a hell of a bloody a lot a lot's changed in that time the world has changed. Yeah, definitely. It's been a been a, a lot of changes and lots of events happening. In fact, Brad, hmm. probably the best way to uh, cover off some of these events is by blending back to 2019 when we first, or when we did our last episode, which is episode 11 in August. Uh, so with a bit of audio theatrics a little bit of background music well I think you should grab the harp the golden harp that you yep. see in front of you there I'll just go and get it so grab that just, yep so here. that yep good here we go excellent got it here bloody heavy is it oh yeah it it's heavy don't do your back in try not to alright when you're ready okay here we go that was amazing it was wasn't it you're incredible I've been practicing nimble fingers oh, yes yeah you should hear me on the guitar. Really? Yeah, it's not bad. All these hidden talents. So here we go. September 23, climate activist Greta Thunberg scolds the world with her How Dare You speech. Greta. Legend has it she's still an angry person today. And the butt of uh, many memes. September 25, ACT becomes the first state in Australia to legalise recreational marijuana. AFL Grand Final, September 28, Richmond defeats GWS by 89 points, Brad. 89 points? 89 points. I don't even remember that, it's that far away. A few grand final beers too, probably. October 6, NRL Grand Final, Roosters defeat Raiders 14 to 8. November 3rd, not only was it my birthday, Brad, but Olivia Newton-John's black leather outfit from Greece sells for 405 grand. I was, I was, a, I was a high bidder. Were you? Yeah, I had my bid in there. Oh, I would have too. Yeah. November 3rd, uh, again, Australia world number one Ash Barty defeats uh, Alina Svitolina. Yeah. Svitolina. Uh, the Barty Party. The Barty Party started. And uh, November 9, when tragedy struck, unprecedented bushfires in New South Wales, 70 of them, destroyed 100 homes, killing three people. 
7 missing. November 11, more bushfires throughout Australia. November 16, Britain's Prince Andrew refutes claims he had sexual relations, shall we say, with a 17-year-old and connected to sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, November, no, December the 1st, the earliest traceable patient, a 55-year-old man, develops symptoms of what we now know as coronavirus in Wuhan, China. December 10, Sydney blanketed in smoke from the bushfires. December 11, Greta is named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Well, oh, Greta again. Bloody Greta. How is it? all over the place. Uh, and as we fast forward then to current day, the devastation from the bushfires. Uh, as of March 20, 18.6 million hectares destroyed. Over 5,900 buildings burnt, including 2,779 homes, 34 killed and a billion animals suffered as a result. Then there's the coronavirus. We all know 4.9 million confirmed cases worldwide, 323,000 deaths, and this is according to the World Health Organization. In Australia, we, had, we to date have 7,081 confirmed cases, total deaths 106,472 cases recovered. So this is why we thought we'd do another air conditioning podcast. Exactly right. Get a bit of joy we in need a bit of We need a bit of uh, light-heartedness, sure. shall we say. But um, yeah, some, some, it's world-changing, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's affected businesses, it's affected people's incomes, it's affected jobs, it's so many things. The world economy and bloody, bloody, blah. So hopefully everyone's getting through it all right. But as we go recording now, we're in stage one of the, of the uh, yeah, in South Australia, yeah. Stage one in South Australia, so... No new cases for... Two, well, two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yep. Two weeks. So, uh, so, you wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world, though, would you? No, definitely not. Not for quids. So, there we go. Anyway, so now that we've pushed all that aside, guys, we've addressed those, and, and our hearts and thoughts go out to all those affected by those tragedies. Um, but, back to the show. Uh... We have a guest joining us today, Brad, in the studio. We're very lucky. A distinguished guest. A dist- Ooh, you almost gave it away. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> From Distinctive Air, we would like to welcome to the show, Matt Kerno. Matt, how are we going? Hi, guys. Yeah, good, thanks, Shane. Good. Welcome. You, uh, you're still <laughs> awake after that ramble? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, still here, still here. <laughs> That's good. That's it's good. almost another reason to go into hibernation, wasn't it, after yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, out of isolation, we are social distancing. We are, we are indeed, yep. Even got a nice we are cat. in the same studio. Yeah, no, nice, nice distance between. So yeah, what, what have you been up to so far today, Matt? <clears throat> um, a couple of quotes, a service call. Um, yeah, so fairly quiet morning actually. The weather's pretty miserable outside, so. It's nasty, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah, it's not good, so yeah, Cats no. Fortunately, uh, fortunately, today was scheduled as a bit of a. Uh, Tidy up day, so yeah, no, uh, nothing too, too difficult. Good, good. It was a cruisy day. You're not in a roof, that's a good thing. No, not crawling out on a roof today. That's no, good. got the day off. Lovely. And now, Matt, for for those that aren't aware of um, uh, Distinctive Air, 
let's face it, there wouldn't be many out there that wouldn't be aware of you. Um, can you give us a bit of background into how it all came about and why you got into it? So uh, I started Distinctly there um, a few years ago now. Um, I was, so I'm actually a third generation refrigeration mechanic. Yep. My dad and my granddad both were and pretty much still are refrigeration mechanics. Um, so I was lucky enough to so no one saw the light? No, 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 I still haven't seen the light yet. Hopefully, maybe one day if I have kids, uh, they might. But um, no, look, I, I, yeah, I sort of learned from a, a young age. Got uh, dragged around for a few few days out in the tools, uh, helping passing tools and, you know, being a general menace as a child is. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I helped out when I was, when I was young and um, sort of grew into it and uh, left school. Uh, I only finished year 10, but uh, left school for an apprenticeship. Yeah. And yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, and then yeah, it was sort of did my apprenticeship uh, at a large, large commercial company. Um, mm-hmm. And then yeah, moved to did some work for a couple of years at two different companies, sort of larger scale air conditioning and refrigeration sort of mix. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, had a had a brief brief eighteen month uh, time away from the trade, doing something completely different. Um, Which but, was which was, um, I was doing exploration drilling in uh, the mines, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was a driller's offsider. Um, yeah, it was, it was very, very different. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, How did that come about? Was that a... Um, so my housemate at the time um, was, was in the, in, had been in the industry for a long time, and uh, yeah, he, uh, he suggested, I, I was looking at the time for a bit of a change, possibly a new job, um, and I decided that yeah, this is something that I, you know, I felt I could possibly do. Um, it might have been sold to me as a lot, uh, a lot green, a lot, lot greener, <laughs> uh, greener pastures, but uh, which didn't quite turn out that way. Yeah. But uh, no, I wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world. Um, I learned learned some yeah, learned some good skills and got to see some pretty interesting places around yeah, the country. Sure. So um, yeah, no, decided um, it was time to come home. Um, that was fly in, fly out sort of stuff. Which mine was that? Uh, no, so I wasn't actually based in any in in a mine. Okay. I was actually sort of drilled around Australia. So right. um, started over in Western Australia in Kalgoorlie. Yeah. Um, was drilling in and around the mines there. Um, but then uh, yeah, just went up to did some work up in the Northern Territory. Um, uh, <laughs> managed to get myself hospitalised um, due to uh, heat stress. Uh, which was heat stroke. Spent a couple of uh, day or two in hospital, yeah. and then, um, then yeah, went. Uh, they ended up going, sending me back there, and spent about a. I think I lasted about a week before I turned around and said, "Righto, something's got to give." And I had a fort. Was fortunate enough to have another job in a different climate lined up, so decided to yeah jump ship and go down there with a bit bit bigger company as well, a bit more sort of safety procedures in place. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was was there for twelve months, and it was actually it actually the, the job itself was quite good. Mm. Um, but then yeah, decided right, it's time to come home. I want to spend a bit more time with family and stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, was sort of looking for a job. I uh, went to a couple of interviews, and one of the uh, one of the interviewers um, asked me the question, uh, knowing my family had been in the industry for a long time. He goes, "Oh, what's stopping you from you know?" Um, in six months time, you know, going and working for yourself. Mm. 
and it made me think, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I decided uh, I sort of had a bit more time to think about it. I had a, a few more months uh, before I really wanted to be home and yeah, decided, um, you know what, I think uh, I think that's probably not a bad idea. Um, so yes, had a few discussions with a few different people and um, lined up a little bit of sort of semi, semi-permanent consistent work. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Distinctive Air was born. Distinctive Air was born, pretty much. So yeah, that was going back crazily enough, uh, all the way back to 2017. And yeah, yeah it's... Uh, and how have you, um, have you, um, how would you compare that to working as an employee that now that you're an employer? Is... <laughs> um, things tend to get done a lot faster um, <laughs> when you work for yourself. Yeah. No, look, it's, 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 it's a big, it is a big change. Yeah. Um, you start seeing the the smaller details, um, being an owner operator as well. Um, uh, you know, I, I am the only my am my only employee, um, so I can't really rely on anyone else to, you know, pick up my slack. Mm-hmm. Um, so, making sure that yeah, you know, you, you're always trying to do the best, uh, you know, the best of the enjoy the best jobs and yeah, you know, most of it make the most of it because there are going to be jobs that you don't like and you still have to do them. So, yeah, um, yeah so as, as I said, I'm sort of my only, I only employ myself, yet I do work with other subcontractors. Um, and yeah, there's a couple who we sort of work together and do a lot of work together quite often, quite regularly. You know, if it's not, you know, one or two, it's maybe even more days per week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that's, yeah, that, that sort of the whole process started about three years ago and been picking up ever since and here I am yeah still kicking and primarily are you sort of commercial or residential or a mixture Um, I'm a mixture Um, probably I definitely do more domestic um, at the moment through through the quieter months definitely fine we're doing more domestic Mm -hmm. Um, when things pick up uh, we do sort of pick up a few more commercial clients um, who aren't tethered to any form of service contracts um, it's still, you know, only light commercial stuff, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's all, I sort of enjoy it. All of it, a bit of variety is always good. So, so do you do a bit of refrigeration as well? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of refrigeration. Um, I I do for the more serious issues. I do have uh, other contacts uh, who I tend to pass that work on to, or yeah. if not, get involved with. Um, but uh, no, I do enjoy. Do enjoy getting a, getting around a little bit of the small refrigeration systems, yeah. installs, servicing, maintenance, repairs. Yeah, it's um yeah. no, it's 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 a good uh, good mixture. So I'm, yeah, yeah, enjoying it. Yeah, and is the do you find that the um, majority of the commercial work is around installs, or is it more to do with repairs <coughs> and maintenance? And um, probably closer. It's probably, with, with commercials, probably more um, repairs on my side of things. I have done a few commercial installs, um, but mainly my work is around repairs with the, on the commercial side of things, com- repairs and maintenance. Yeah. So, yeah. Sweet. And what about you based, Matt? So I'm actually based in Lonsdale. Yeah. Um, I go to workshops in Lonsdale. Um, and then but South, in Adelaide. Yep. Yeah, Adelaide. Um, Adelaide, South Australia. But uh, yeah, we sort of travel uh, far and wide for, for, for work. Obviously, has to be uh, somewhat worth it. But yeah. um, no, we've done quite a done quite a bit of work, sort of anywhere up to Port Augusta. Yeah. Um, a little bit further as well. Okay. Um, 
yeah, then all the way down to sort of Keith and over into the Riverland as well. So, yep. yeah, we do a bit of travelling. Yeah, so did you do your full full apprenticeship or did yep. you cert two? Or? No, so I'm, I'm a fully qualified Certificate 3 um, refrigeration and air conditioning mechanic. Yep. Um, so I did my four-year four year Cert 3. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm not a, uh, not a, not a split ticket holder. <laughs> so just, just on that, what's your view around Cert 2? Do you think it's a fair system or do you think we... <clears throat> Uh, I don't know how I would say it's it is or it isn't a fair system. Um, I feel like the training for um, the Cert twos is very limited, um, and I, I, I personally don't see how you can get enough experience to go and be allowed um, and advertise allowed to do and not only advertise. Um, you know, to do the job that we do, um, it's you know it's taken us a four year apprenticeship. Now, yes, it doesn't take the entire four year apprenticeship focusing on how to install a split system, but there are aspects of it and the understandings of the of the systems that um, these people don't have, and I find that that's where I feel it's a bit unfair because the general consumer doesn't know that. The person that just installed their air conditioner, whether it be they're an electrician, builder, plumber, whatever, um, they may be fantastic at their job. They may be able to install a split system, but they cannot. They, their license does not allow them to carry out the service repairs of them. Um, now, um, that is where we're starting to see issues because we're getting people carrying out repairs that are unlicensed and that repair being of, to a substandard level, um, customers um, calling up, uh, trying to get them back when the repair goes wrong, um, them essentially wiping their hands with it and failing to get back to the customer. Now, some customers will follow that up and go, right, you did the wrong thing, you didn't do this, you owe me the money that I paid you, um, X, Y, Z. Other customers, if it's only a small repair, yet the whole system's not working, won't follow it up they will just go to another tradesman who may be a more qualified person and when we attend and tell them that it's what they've done was wrong or incorrect um, and that it's actually going to be this amount of money to repair they almost look at us like we're criminals and you know we're trying to rip them off when we're not which we're simply just doing our job we could have properly yeah and we're trying to do it properly yeah um and you know that's I mean at the end of the day that's what we do day in day out. Um, yeah. That's it's it's what we it's what we we're trained to do. Mm. Um, you know yeah, yes you can't deny that there are some people and some companies out there that are known for doing the wrong thing and and trying and you know trying to essentially fleece people of a lot of money for mm. not much yeah. or incorrect work. But for the for the gist of us and the you know the full-blooded refrigeration yeah. mechanics that, you know, we love our industry. Um, we just want to do the right thing by people, and unfortunately, it costs money. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that's where we're finding the, the Cert 2's certificate. Um, people are just getting... Uh, there's a lot of confusion in there, and there are, there's a lot of people doing work they shouldn't be and doing it wrong, and it's co- at the end of the day, it's costing the consumer a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. And can be quite dangerous as well. Very much so, very much so. Yeah, with the new refrigerants coming out, um, yeah, it can be very dangerous. Yep. And when you see these, often see on Facebook, you know, ads popping up on, on uh, people sort of doing these services and stuff for 
two thirds of F all, and you sort of say, well, it it just stinks of that. Yeah. Scenario, doesn't it? Yeah, I it mean, does. Yeah. It um it really does, and it's it's quite frustrating when we sort of you know as a business owner we look at our, we look at a budget, we work out you know what we need to earn and bring in to to keep afloat. Um, you know, I don't run a, a, a big company. I don't have massive overheads. So fortunately, you know, I've, you know, my, my hourly rate may be lower than others. You know, I, I'd like to think I'm competitive, but, um, you know, I, I charge, a, I think, a, a fair rate. Now, if I can't even charge my minimum hourly rate, minus a service, you know, not even including a service call to some of these places and be competitive with people you know, quoting to carry out these services unlicensed, mm. well, it's sort of taking a lot of work away from, from the guys who are trying to do the right thing and just yeah. trying to trying to make ends meet. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are you coming up uh, up against them a lot, would you say? Funnily enough, not anymore. Um, I do, I do, we do see it every, every now and again. Um, it is, it is still fairly common, but I feel that when I first started, um, I was sort of involved with a few of the online uh, quoting companies, um, you know, trying to get leads that way, thinking that might be a way to get my foot in the door with a lot of customers. Um, Now, for me, I found it wasn't because it actually, I found myself in the pool with all of those sorts of, um, those sorts of uh, competitors. Mm -hmm. Um, As soon as I went away from that and started getting a bit more um, customers via, a few more customers via word of mouth um, and wasn't as much competing with the who, you know the lowest price wins yeah. um, I actually started picking up better customers and more work yeah. um, which you know um, it's it's really that's I guess that's the aim that's what you want yeah exactly right. <clears throat> so at the end of the day you'd like to think that the customer uh, appreciates a good quality job for a fair, a fair rate. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. I mean, we we aim to 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 exact to, to provide exactly that. Um, you know, a, a, a good quality, uh, good quality service at a competitive price. Um, uh, you know, we clean. We like to clean up after ourselves. That's a a big thing that um, you know it's, it's so simple that a lot of customers appreciate. Now, we get most of our customers as soon as we start cleaning. They turn around and say, "Don't worry about it." Now, I'm always of the opinion that if you insist once and they turn around and insist back, well, you know, it, I find it you know almost I don't want to have an argument match who's going to clean the <laughs> clean, clean the car the you know the carpet. Yeah. Um. You know, we we try to clean up as much as we can um, after ourselves. But if a customer's going to sit there and argue with us, they want to do it <laughs> one way. Well, who am I to <laughs> sit there and argue back? So, yeah. um, yeah, no, you know. Just, just the little things. Um, the customers ap- tend to appreciate the cleaning up, you know, wiping grubby fingerprints off the units. Um, yeah, taking small your, stuff. Yeah, yeah, taking, taking, taking the rubbish away from site. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's simple stuff, but most of the time, customers really, really appreciate Showing it. Showing them how to use it. Showing them how to use it. Um, yeah, especially um, you know, taking an extra few minutes with people who you know might not be as as advanced with technology as as yeah. as some. Um, you know, a lot of the elderly, um, they, they don't know and they sometimes need to be shown a couple of times and, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately still sometimes don't know, but yeah. if you try and spend, you know, speak slowly, you know, be, be clear and concise, then yeah, hopefully, you know, that few minutes, extra few minutes might make their life a lot easier and, 
Saviour having to go back there uh, for a service call in two months' time because they yeah. don't know how to use the unit. You know, they've turned the unit on wrong and it's yeah. not working. Yeah. Um, you know, because then you've got the, the issue of, well, the unit, there's nothing actually wrong. You've now had to come out. It's like, well, who pays? Yeah. You can't really charge. You don't, you don't want to charge someone for that because it's, it's so minor. Yeah. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you yeah. can turn around and be like, well, it was on the way. I spent less than five minutes here. See you later. Have a good day. Other times, you know, people have questions, they want you to go through things, you don't know what's actually going on, and you've wasted, you know, an hour's worth of time. Well, unfortunately, some, really, someone has to pay, you know, you, you want to try and get paid for that time. We don't yeah. run charities. Yes, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes spending that extra few minutes on site to do the, little, the extra little things yeah. um, makes really a makes a difference all and over. That, 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 I think that all, you've just summed that all up, by saying that it's a creating a better user experience for the end Definitely. for the client and by you know charging half the cost doesn't necessarily mean or pretty pretty guaranteed it's not gonna mean you're gonna get a better result because no. it can often take them twice as long to diagnose it and sort out what's going on. That's correct. Where yeah. you get someone who is qualified and competent comes in, might charge a bit more, but you you know you know what you're looking for. You know how to diagnose it quickly yep. and move on. So yep. they're not necessarily saving money by by the alternative. No, no, exactly right. I mean, it's that's exactly right. You know, we we, we do the uh, we do the job day in day out. It's it's not just something that we do you know once or twice a week. Mm. We go to you know sometimes hundreds of jobs a week depending on how busy the week is. Yeah. Um, and we have you know we may work on a hundred different units, but. Our job is not only just go and find out what's going on. Our job, you know, as not only as a business owner, but as a technician, our job is to learn. You know, we, we, we go to work to actually learn every day. And if You're we always find... always learning, aren't you? Oh, every day. Yeah. Every, every single day, we yeah. are always learning. And if you, you know, if you think you know everything, then you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, we go, we, we might see a hundred different faults, but as much as we, you know, forget where we put our car keys... Um, you know, I might, I, I, you know, I like to think I, I'll remember those hundred faults, and I'll now know for the next system I come across that is the same, showing the same symptoms. Yeah. I can have a quick look through and go, oh no, I, you know, I have a sort of a, a process of elimination. Mm-hmm. I can quickly check for that, and you know, sometimes it's the same, sometimes it's not. You know, you don't want to get, um, you know, a bit of tunnel vision and go, oh, I've had this issue before. It's got to be yeah, this. Right. You, do, you still have to do your job, but sometimes you can save yourself a lot of time yeah. and heartache. Um, exactly. by, uh, by, yeah, you know, learning and taking on from and past pairs. Those uh, occasions when, and everyone has them, where you doesn't matter, you've gone through the process of elimination, you've, you've ruled everything out, and yet it's still a problem. How do you, an astute person like yourself, how do you sort of manage that with that client who's standing looking at their watch? Persistence? Yeah. Um, <laughs> A lot of uh, calmness, um, yeah, uh, um, yeah. I, I've, I've actually yeah. Find a <clears throat> sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah. I do, I do like. I know that when I was an apprentice, sort of later in my apprenticeship, that was the first thing I did when I had an issue. Yeah. I, I openly know that I look back now and I go, "Wow, I actually didn't really spend much time looking at that myself." Yeah, I've just called the first person I could think of and go, "Hey, what's this issue?" Mm-hmm. Well. Every time they asked me a question, I had to look up, you know, the information they were asking. I hadn't actually, I didn't know. Mm. Um, and that's something I really only picked up on sort of, you know, a couple of years into my being, into being a tradesman. 
That's um, right. And that for me, you know, that's 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 something that you know I'll definitely try and you know um, make apprentices aware of. You know, hey, just give it a shot. You know, have a look through first. You know, go through the basics. Um, not only double checking, but triple checking. You know, making sure that everything is as it's meant to be. Yeah. Um, because yeah, those faults sometimes they can be so simple. And every now and again, even I, you know, we I overlook it. Yeah. I overlook the simple yeah. stuff, or I skip the simple steps because because of you know I found something else and I've I've followed that path, or I see some wiring that's burnt and I go oh it's got to be the wiring or something like you know something like that. And it's like well hang on a second, let's check the the basics first because although that wiring's burnt. It's you know it's damaged the PC board, board. Yeah. and you know that PC board has failed. Now you've just replaced, you've just spent two hours replacing that wiring. That told the customer that you know, or the customer's standing there going, you know, oh, it's the wiring, it's fine, it's fine. And then you go to reset the unit and it doesn't work, and the yeah. customer goes, well, what's wrong now? Yeah. And yeah. you know, and now you look like a bit of a fool. You've and wasted that, a bit of time. And it comes down to the experience. And it comes back to the experience. So um, yeah, whereas you know, if I went to a job and I've done the diagnosis and I can't diagnose this system well there are other avenues that we have you know we, we can speak to some some manufacturers have tech support yeah some manufacturers tech support better than others um, <laughs> should we go there yeah no let's not go there um it's yeah it really comes down to having a bit of persistence um you know really being thorough in your work um and and learning being open being open-minded being mm-hmm. you know open-minded to potential faults um also having the diagnostics information that you need to do the job properly. Um, you know, it, most of it is available online. Um, if not online, it is through most manufacturers have applications apps. on the yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some, okay, it sometimes takes a bit of time to set up accounts for those apps, but it is worth it. They, it does sometimes save a two-hour wait on the phone to tech support through mm-hmm. the middle of summer. Yeah. Sometimes it's longer. It, yeah. You know, it's stuff like that, those little efforts that really say, at the end of the day, actually save them the customer a little bit of money yeah. um, and return trips for you know for yourself and makes you look better as a business, as a person, as you know, as a tradesman. And at the end of the day that's that's what we want, you know, that's what we're sort so, of striving to do. So provide yeah. a good service at a at a reasonable cost and yeah. you know. And there's nothing there's nothing wrong with also if you are a really tricky one, mm. um, there's nothing wrong with actually saying, look, I'm I've checked everything that I've I can check at the moment. Yep. I need to go away and I need to do a bit of research to, to come then come back and then so I'm not wasting your time on site. Yeah, exactly. Come back and you've got everything at hand that you need that you can diagnose it straight away. Yeah, yeah, and there are shortcut it. Yeah, exactly. And there are um, there's been only been very few situations where I can remember where I've t- I've had to walk away from a job going, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. And I I honestly can't recall a job that I walk away going, I don't know, I can't fix it. Yeah. Um, eh, I mean, yeah, is there's there's generally more more common than not. It's um, I just need some more information. I can't get hold of tech support. Mm-hmm. I've taken down all the readings yeah, that I need. Um, you know, and you know, hopefully the information you've taken is enough for tech support to work. You know, for for you and tech support to work out and go right. I think you know this yeah. is more more than likely. This is our issue. It'll be accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunately becoming more often than not that um, the tech support go, oh, replace everything, and let's hope that works. Yeah, it's not exactly always a cost-effective way to carry out repairs um, as things do, you know, are becoming, you know, more affordable and cheaper. Um, I wouldn't like to say throwaway items, but 
you know, once things start to get over that 10 to 12 year mark, then, mm. you know, the, 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 the pace at which technology is moving and mm. the, new te- the new new systems and how much more efficient and effective they are, yeah. um, not to mention, you know, what they cost now, yeah. it, it's starting to get that way. You know, mm. you can spend $2,000 on PC boards, fan motors and a, you know, and a, and a controller replacement, yeah. or you can spend, you know, two and a half to three thousand dollars on a whole new unit installed. Mm. You know, yeah, you, you, you take the pick. So, yeah. yeah. So, where do you see a Distinctive Air going in the future? Are you looking to expand, or definitely, definitely looking to expand? It's definitely in the uh, in in the plan. Um, uh, look, it's hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, last summer was a push. Uh, being, being just what, a, do you, what do you see as being your first step to to expanding? Would it be putting on an apprentice? Or yeah, I, I would like to. I, th- I think the apprentice is probably the first step. Um, I, I I would like to would like to hope that I may be able to may may look at doing that within the next sort of you know probably potentially three to four months. Yeah. Um, get them sort of some sort, of, especially if I'm taking on someone who isn't, you know, isn't experienced in the trade yeah. or isn't, ex- you know, as experienced as um, as, a, as another person. Um, and, you know, getting them some, some sort of time on the tools, understanding what tools are what, what tools do yeah. what, um, you know, and uh, and sort of the general layout and running of the, you know, general day-to-day sort of yeah. operations. Um uh, before summer, yeah. um, as I said, summer last year was a push. Um, I was uh, was just myself and another contractor, yeah. uh, another another subcontractor that I had working with me uh, a lot of the time. You know, four days a week, um, some day, some weeks, every day, um, yeah. every day of the week. So you know that is a big cost, but yeah. at the same time, having that subcontractor who is as experienced as as they were. That cost does, you know, that that is sort of worked out. It sort of works out in the wash that way. Um, but yeah, having a having an apprentice and then being able to build up their skill skill level and yeah. being able to work with you and eventually, yeah. Um, and then yeah, continuing on and hopefully building up, you know, another another technician, yeah. potentially looking, you know, look at office stuff, you know, having an office staff and admin member. Yeah. It's all, you know, it's all goals at the moment. But That's yeah, right. gotta gotta work to get there. Have, I guess. You, have you thought about like with an apprentice? Uh, there's a couple of options. Obviously, you hire an apprentice. You go uh, through the whole apprenticeship with them, and, and you're paying them direct and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Which yep. means, obviously, there's more paperwork and admin side of it as well. Yeah, that you've got to do. Or do you go to a, a training organisation? Training organisation like yeah. here or someone like that. I actually had a, a friend of mine who's a matrician. Um, he's doing. He's going down that path with the training organisation. Um, uh, he reckons it's fantastic. Yes, you do save a lot on the on the administration side of the paperwork things. That you do pay a, a, obviously a fee for that, and yeah. it does work out. F- if you are just getting a first year apprentice, it does work out quite expensive, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, I guess the the and option the, the 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 idea is is you can, you do then have the option if you get someone you're not you know you don't you're not meshing with or you're not happy with or yeah. you know you yeah. don't think suitable you can simply say to them hey look this isn't working out is there someone else now obviously if you get multiple people come through and you go oh it's not working out well might not be them but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And there is government subsidies and so there is well, yeah that's correct there is um, I, I would like to. I would like to take someone on direct. Yeah. I, I personally feel like that, that's how I was dealt with. 
Um, I didn't go through any training organisations and I felt my process was quite simple. Um, I never had to worry, you know, I wasn't really worrying about where I was going in the morning. I wasn't getting yeah. thrown between companies. Um, as much as sometimes I feel like getting sort of pushed around places is good for experience mm-hmm. and exposure, um, I think that we, yeah, I'm starting to build up enough exposure to to get, uh, you know, to have a, an, an apprentice, yeah. um, get the exposure to the systems that he needs to, to be competent in um, in doing our job. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, look, I, I think uh, eventually it'll be a, a direct apprentice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there are, you know, there's plenty of risks that come with that. Um, yeah. But that's... Uh, it's part that's, of the joys of um, but, having a business. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we'll see how that one goes when the time comes. Yeah. And and just changing tack a little bit, um, this industry, as we all know, is very, very seasonal now. We've had a summer that was a bit of a non-event, mm. a couple of hot days here and there. And um, and coming out of that now, we suddenly hit the, the whole pandemic scenario in March. Mm-hmm. And then we had absolutely pristine weather, didn't we, during that period? Yeah, yeah, like when did. that all started to happen and we went into isolation and all that stuff. Um, so the work, well, I know for our business, just absolutely fell away. Yep. Um, and... How did you sort of? What was your experience so far with the? Um, spent the a lot of thing? spent a lot of time at home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, spent a lot of time at home um, doing various things. Uh, a lot of not much was done. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, work. Uh, once once cases really started to jump up locally um, and within the country. Uh, people, I feel that people got very, very concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't want people in their houses doing the general. Yeah. You know that that was our. That's yeah. normally our sort of shutdown period, yeah. where um, it is normally a quieter period. But we do a lot more servicing and shutting down of like the evaporative systems for winter. Mm-hmm. Um, that has all been pushed out. Uh, and only just starting to come back in. Yeah. Um, now that the restrictions are, you know, like you saw, I said, we've had, uh, I think today will hopefully be the 15th day of no uh, no, new, no new cases, yep. and yeah. that will almost make a one one case in the last month. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, people are starting to realise that with simple, you know, simple restrictions like, you know, increased hygiene, um, you know, on our end, you know, increased hygiene, social distancing, making, you know, we're, we're cleaning all our tools in between customers, we're, you know, keeping safe distances, you know, we're doing all the, all the things we possibly can to keep and working. Yeah, exactly. Um, all those little extra measures, it's not that hard and we can, you know, l- very much lower the risk um, yeah. of, of, you know, of being, Infection. yeah, being yeah. infected and whatnot. And not only passing it on, not only being affected, but yeah, yeah. passing it on. So, um, yeah, I spent, I reckon, I, I think all up, it was about a bit over four weeks total um, not doing much. Yeah. It, is a, it is, for someone who, running yeah, running a, running a business, I, I was only worrying about me, really, at the end of the day. But, you know, for, for, bigger, for bigger, bigger companies where they have employees, um, yeah, it was, it was a very concerning time because mm. summer wasn't, that great yeah um it definitely had its moments but we didn't have a consistently hot no. summer we had those spurts those those heat waves yeah. those quick heat waves yeah but then the weather died back to very mild you know a mild summer mm. um compared to the summer before where it was just hot yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was hot yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um 
you know, like yes, we had we had some incredible temperatures this year, but yeah, that was it was not a consistently warm summer. Yeah. So, you know, the uh, the the savings and the the extra work wasn't there um, to to help us through. But um, yeah, it was it was a it was a it was about a four or five week period of um, of, of not spending much money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and considering. Um, uh, considering all your options in regards to yeah, what sort of uh, government acts you know money you had by the government, um, you know the grants in regards to JobKeeper and stuff. But you know, I feel like you know whilst it, that helped me, I was able to tough it out. Um, things did get quite scary, but for the bigger companies where they were forking out a lot more money mm. to keep their you know, companies open mm. um, and you know pay their staff. Yeah. It would have been. I can't imagine what that would have so done you, to. You were eligible for the JobKeeper. Yeah, so yeah. I was only for those, but basically only for those four weeks, right. um, because things have picked back up. Okay. Um, the way they did it was they work it off of your your, your gross from last uh, yeah. last year, last financial year, which I'm not sure if that's really fair. But hey, it's the way you know it's the way it works. Yeah. Um, and then um, uh, yeah, basically they just work out if you've lost thirty percent or, or more. Yeah. If so, you're eligible. If not, well, yeah, yeah. you're not. Yeah, right. um, there are plenty of other stipulations in there. Yeah. I didn't really get too far into it. I spoke to my accountant and he sorted it out for me. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Look, I, I was. I, I would consider myself a fortunate person in the situation. I was only, you know, lost a bit of work. Potent, you know, lost yeah. potential income. Hugely exposed. I wasn't hugely exposed yeah. in regards to yeah, had massive overheads and stuff yeah. like that. So. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I got away with it pretty scot-free, really. Yeah. Um, few few extra weeks off. I've been taking a holiday in a couple, you know, a couple of years, so yeah, <laughs> a proper holiday anyway. Yeah. So yeah, a few weeks off didn't really yeah. hurt too much. It was, if anything, it was probably good for a bit of mental health, a bit of yeah. relaxation, spend some time with the. And it just seems now that we're just starting to come out the other side of that. There's some restrictions are starting to ease and we've got a bit, bit more reality, uh, normality again. Yeah. Pubs are going to open on the 5th yeah. of June. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's um, a big day. That's, that's going to be a big day for lots. Create a bit more work as well. Yes. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. I mean, that's a whole, there's a whole industry that's not there at the moment that is that is massive yeah. in, in, in regards to not only air conditioning, but, you know, the commercial refrigeration side of things. It's it's yeah it's gonna be it'll be great great for not only the state and the and the, and the industry but the, the whole country mm. as a whole yeah um yeah we'll see how things go I guess people just you know trying to encourage everyone to main you know try and maintain the social distancing as much as you can you mm. know it's not a little bit of effort's not gonna mm. it's not gonna hurt um you know if we can sort of limit the risk of that possible second wave. You know, fantastic. That'll be you know awesome if that second wave does hit and we uh, remove the restrictions too soon. Well, I'd hate to think yeah. what's going to happen. You know, right. next because you know a lot of people have taken a big hit and are yeah. really struggling. Yeah. Anything more, it's pretty yeah. much game yeah. over for exactly. a lot of people. So yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how we go, I guess. But try and do. We'll try and do our thing on our on, on my side of things. So yeah. Yeah. See how see how it goes. I've got a question off subject, but. Um, so during, uh, well, what do you do, or what, what systems do you use to organise yourself um, with your invoicing and uh, your daily, you know, diaries and, all, and work, 
Yes. Clothes and all that sort of stuff. So, um, I, a couple, um, service mate and uh, invoice to go um, oh. is what I'm using now. Yeah. That's what I'm currently using. It's not. I know for a fact it's not what I'm going to be using come uh, end of this financial year. Yeah. Um, I will be going to a, a a sort of like a service mate zero style sort of accounting um, and um, scheduling setup. Yeah. Um, uh, I so mean, you're look, sort of in the transition mode. Right? Yeah, sort of in transition mode. Um, I've done the done had the trials. I've I've used I've used obviously so used ServiceMate um, quite a bit, um, and it is it is a great is a great product. Um, look, they all have their flaws, but you know that's technology for you. That's yep. programs. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I mean, I try. I I, I, to, I like to think you know simple is is good. Um, yep. These programs have a lot of. Um, you know, a lot of information they can hold and a lot of different sort of functions they can do. Um, but I, I seem to think that the basic ones, you know, making sure you've got all the customer's details right, you've got all the job details right, you've got, you know, so when it comes time to not only for the technicians to go and do the jobs, but for, you know, come time to sending that bill, um, you know, customers are paying and, you know, you've got the right details when you're sending out a, an invoice. It's you know the worst thing is is when you send an invoice or a receipt and the customer's name's wrong or the address yeah. is wrong and you know they can't claim it on their tax and they come back to you you know yeah. all that sort of extra effort, extra work that you have to do so for for yeah for for service mate and at the moment so, um, invoice to go it's yeah. working working okay um, but yeah we'll move move to something a little, little bit different on the yeah. invoicing side of things but um, no it's yeah I, I, that's what I use um, yeah. I used to use a diary. I went from a, a, a manual diary to a to an online calendar yeah. um, on my phone, which was shared between a few devices. Um, but yeah, I, going to an actual program has made everything much easier. Jeez. You know, it's all it's all yeah. it's all integrated in together. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it works. Yeah. At the end of the day, it works for what I need. Yeah. Um, I, it's got room to expand. So exactly right. That's yeah. that sort of works. Yeah. Mm. And do you like being a fridgey? I do. I, I, I mean, hey, look, every, every, every job has its, you know, everyone has their days. Yeah. Um, every job has their certain jobs that aren't exactly enjoyable. You know, crawling through roof spaces when it's 40 plus degrees is not, I wouldn't say, my favourite thing Sweet to do. Sweat syndrome? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, no, it's not even, you know, just everything. Everything is sweaty yeah, <laughs> at 40 yeah, degrees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is just you sweat. 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 <laughs> it is just sweat, all right? <laughs> Um, you are just sweat covered in clothes with sweat on them. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I do. Um, like I said before, it's sort of something that poses a lot of, you know, gives a lot of variety with your day-to-day jobs. Like, yeah, we, on look, on average, we might be going to 35 to 40 jobs a week, even sort of as things quiet down a little bit. You know, they're not big jobs, but it might just all be services or quotes. You might have 30, 35 to 40 different jobs. Well... That, that to me is plenty of, that's great variety, you know, doing the same thing every single day just in a different sort of setup, yeah. it, to me isn't that fun and that's what, that's how I see like, um, you know, if you're just an install mechanic or if you're just a service mechanic, service mechanic probably see a lot, a lot more obviously uh, variety than as, as an install mechanic. Yeah. Um, but I like actually having to, yeah, really think about every job as a as an individual job. As a challenge. Um, yeah, it is as a bit of a challenge. Um, you know, some things challenge me a little bit beyond my knowledge, and that's okay. I'm, I'm alright with that. Like yeah. you know, like I said before, it's all about you know, I, I, it's learning. You know, yeah. it's good. 
Um, so yeah, I, I like the industry. I like the industry. It's good. Um, I mean, there are certain aspects of it that I'm not so favourable about, but that's just life. <laughs> I've accepted that, and that's okay. I'm I'm completely okay with that because at the end of the day, I enjoy going to work some most days. Yeah. Um, you I think, know, I think most uh, fridges are probably of the opinion that we need to protect our industry a bit. Um, I think we do. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. To, uh, so that we can have a good industry going forward. Yeah, keeping it. I feel that keeping the industry as a refrigeration, as its own specialist-based yeah. refrigeration industry, um, is is very important. Yeah. Um, I think there are certain places that are now sticking their hand up, going, "Hey, we're going to fight for this." Yeah. Um, and and I'm and I'm I'll happily back them. Um, you know, uh, but there are other industries trying to, I feel, are trying to get involved and take a piece of the cake. Yeah. Well, I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, I, I think it, it does come down to a bit of greed more than, than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Greed influence, maybe? Yeah. And just on yeah, that, a little bit. it's probably an opportune time for me to, to mention that um, if you go to the Armour website or... Indeed, um, the air conditioning podcast uh, website, Armour have put together with ERA, um, have your say. It's a survey that um, is, is nice and simple. It's for HVAC and refrigeration licensing in Australia. So it's basically um, a survey and on your opinion and what you think of the current system and do you think it needs to change. But if you go onto Armour's page, as I said, or, or even ours, um, onto our Facebook page, you'll see there's a, an ad there that says, have your say, and there's a QR code on there. So you flash your, your uh, phone on that, it'll take you straight to the survey, it's nice and simple, and uh, yeah, that's part of having a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, so I think we're we're everyone, everyone should have their say. Definitely, we? definitely, um, you know, especially for those, yeah, for those in, involved in the industry and those um, you know, they, they want to protect it, mm-hmm. um, then, yeah, getting on there and having you say is definitely the way to go. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely recommended. So, yeah. Cool. Well, Matt, Brad? It's not, is it? I think it's that time. It is that time. Already. And uh, we are this is at the fun the, part of the day. Is the it? fun bit. This okay. is called keeping it cool in the hot seat, Matt. So this is a, a little light-hearted segment. We uh, we throw some questions at you. Mm-hmm. You need to answer them in the shortest possible answers right. possible. But if right. it's long, possible. so counts. If it's short, better. Short is good. All right. Okay, Brad. You can start the clock. Starting the clock now. Matt, NRL or AFL? AFL. Favourite team? I like Crows. Beer, wine, spirits or all three? Beer. Any favourites? Don't say Corona. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did say nah, don't, Yeah. No, no, don't, don't, don't have a favourite. No favourite? Okay. If you could change your name... Matt, what would it be? Jack. Really? Really. Why, why Jack? 
was it? Well, I just, trains? I did, yeah, <laughs> I remember as a kid, uh, I used to think maybe I'd change your name as a child, and uh, I just remembered that being oh, the name know, I chose. Yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't Stephanie. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, if you're on a desert island with one person, who would that person be? Oh, my partner, of course. Sophie. There you go. Oh, uh, are Sophie. you a morning person, yes or no? Yes. You are? Um, if you could be an animal, what would it be and why? A tiger. Just cause. <laughs> Just to rip shit Why not? Yeah. Um, if you could have a superpower, Matt, what would it be? Flight. Ford or Holden? Holden. Uh, what are you currently driving? Holden. <laughs> the last gift you gave someone, Matt? A jumper. An oversized jumper to my girlfriend so she'd stop stealing mine. Nice. <laughs> Your favourite smell? Mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're um, right, I thought you were going to say girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she smells a lot better than me, so. <laughs> we'll move on. Your favourite noise? My car. Favourite movie? Avengers Endgame. Ooh. Uh, your favourite swear word? Can't say. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, no one's listening. Yeah. Uh, your ideal Sunday? Uh, working on the car. Working on the car? Yeah. And what profession would you have done had it not been air conditioning? Probably automotive mechanic. Okay. Name something that everyone looks weird doing. Having a conversation with wireless earphones in and talking with your hands. (laughs) (laughs) And Matt Kerner, your porn star name, please. I've no idea. <laughs> first street, first pet. I've got one. First no. street, first pet. Um, oh, Cambridge Place. And... Don't! Let's call you Velvet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That'll do. That'll yeah. do. There's the buzzer. Oh, man. Jeez. That was, that was very good. A couple of you struggled on there. Yeah. That was definitely... Uh, Definitely put me in the hot seat. That's for sure. Uh, Breaking out of sweat. Yeah. Let's get warm in here. Well, Matt, we just want to say thanks for coming on the show, mate. We really appreciate your time and, um, uh, yeah, your uh, your insights on uh, what it's like to own an air conditioning business in old Adelaide here. Yeah. No, well, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for having me on. It's been been a lot of fun. It has been good. Hmm. good. All right, guys. Well, look, um, don't forget to jump onto uh, airconditioningpodcast.com as well as uh, catching up with us on social media, that be Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, please continue with the uh, reviews, be they good. Hopefully they're good. Yes. Or bad. Um, Click us a message if you want someone or you would like to come on the Air Conditioning Podcast. Yeah, because uh, your, your support, your continued support will keep us uh, wanting to record more episodes, I suppose. So, yeah. Alright, well, until next episode, Brad. We won't leave in 10 months this time. Adios. Adios amigos. That's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.